Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And today we are talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 19, Failed Experiments, which originally premiered on May 3rd of 2016. And as always, here's our IMDb summary. As a threat, as the threat of Hive looms, loyalties are put to the test and the team must come up with a decisive resolution. So, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm like, I, I I don't know what resolution they're they're really talking about. I mean, I guess the the hive stuff. Um, killing killing hive. I mean, I guess. I, okay. I, I guess they don't really have a great solution. Anyway, okay. All right. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to start with a flashback. Uh, to a man hunting a boar with a spear. He has a strange sound and runs away, only to be cornered by some Kree. He is experimented upon and turned into an Inhuman. This is the origin of Hive, as told by the Inhuman himself to Daisy. So, I'm not sure if I'm, like, stretching here, but it looks like the... I don't know, the tribesman? The the guy that Hive turns in, uh, turns into Hive? Mm -hmm. um his markings look wakandan am i stretching or did you see that too i did not see that i wasn't really paying attention to be honest um i kind of want to go back and look now out of curiosity but i'm not going to because it's going to take some time and my keyboard's too loud but um (laughs) i i would assume that you're probably stretching a little then again Um, do they say anything about anywhere in the world where he came from no. The IMDb um like cast listing says the Mayan, but I don't know how accurate that is. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm like I mean Black Panther's being revealed in next week in Civil War. Alright, so yeah, that's I, I doubt it. I, I really doubt that it's Wakanda in, in any way. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay yeah i mean that that would be awesome it's in some way if he's from some kind of african tribe that is like far enough away but still has like trading partners or something but yeah yeah i doubt it i mean how long ago did they say how long ago this was uh thousands of years at least so it could I, be i mean what proto wakanda that's true. Did they say in Black Panther how long it's been since the uh, Vibranium Comet hit? Or Meteor? No, they I always forget that either. But I'm like, if a Meteor hit them, that had to have happened way before they were there. Because a Meteor that's very much a mountain of Vibranium would have destroyed everything. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that part. Yeah, yeah okay. the only the only reason they probably know it's meteor because of their advanced science, they can tell how it got there. Okay, that works. So the note, the thing I really wanted to bring up about this scene is that um, early on, Terragenesis super different than um, what they kind of have now. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that I remember them talking about for Terragenesis is that. You know, it has to, you have to have like specific DNA. Like there, there's something about you, about your, your genes that mm-hmm. can make you an inhuman. Uh, did these Kree know that? Or was this like the 20th guy that they picked up? No, I th- honestly think this is the experiment, one of the experiments that created the Kree. Or not the Kree, the mm-hmm. inhumans. And then after, um, after they see the, like this for a few, maybe hundred of them it's in their dna so their descendants have those markers from now on okay and 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 i did assume that this was them first creating the inhumans i just wasn't sure if this was like 
like they knew that this person would be susceptible to becoming an inhuman or they just kind of did it to 100 people like you said so i guess that makes sense they probably just grabbed a ton of people whoever lived whoever it worked on was okay Mm -hmm. i mean um it looks like they put like or they pretty much say this later that uh he got injected with Cree DNA and then got terragenesis did. Um <laughs> that makes me think when Colson at the end of season two grabbed the terragenesis crystal, was he not turning to dust? Was he getting a cocoon because he now has Cree DNA? That's a good question. Huh. I mean, in this episode, they make a point. It's not like they forgot because they know that Daisy has Creed DNA. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, the only thing that I would I would say is it's possible, but we don't have a definite answer. Like, well, yeah. It, it. I mean, we're guessing that the Cree in these experiments grabbed a bunch of people, and the ones that it worked on, it just happened to luckily work out for them. Then again. Did they know they were creating Hive, the inhuman who would be able to control other inhumans? Like, was that I, a goal for them? Or did I they just get lucky? So. Okay. I th- or unlucky, however you want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think, um, no, I don't think so. I think they were creating powers because if they knew they were creating Hive, like Hive talks about this later, um, that they had to exile him to Mavith. When, when they have a plan for something like a hive mind inhuman guy, if they were creating him on purpose, I guess that's true. I my assumption was that they created him on purpose or someone with his powers on purpose because they wanted to control the rest of their inhumans, and their assumption was that they only had to control one person. But yeah. they're not that good at that, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I wish I knew more about him in the comics. Like, what was their ultimate goal? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I know their ultimate goal was to just have more powerful soldiers, right? Like, they even, I think they even said that at the show. But, like, if, was it for anything specific? I guess, yeah, that that I have no idea. Yeah. Is that is that I, really what you're asking? Yeah, I guess. I mean, how long have the, the Kree-Skrull War been going on? Is it like 10, 000, tens of thousands of years? Yeah, probably. I'm sure someone at some point said some number that's roughly that long. Yeah. Mm, okay. Hmm. I mean, I'm like, huh, I wonder what the Kree wanted. There was literally decades of comics I could look up and find out the exact answer, but I'm not going to. <laughs> exactly. We've got, we don't have the time for that. We're in the middle of this recording and, you know, we're on a very tight schedule of one hour that we always just so happen to make it to without trying. Um, you know, we can, you know, any listeners out there, you know, comments, feel free to just send them out. Tell us. We're, we're always curious. Yeah. Yes. Tweet us. Yeah. And we All will right. retweet the answer. Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. Although Whichever one we'll of us probably for, forget the question. Cause we're, we are recording <laughs> this in um, December. Yeah. And it is February. Exactly. Like, I mean, today is a National Fritters Day for us. Like mm, fritters. Mm-hmm. Is like fritters as in like the fried pastry thing, or fritters as in like wasting time, like frittering away your time? Oh, uh, the fried pastry thing. Okay, because I feel like with me asking these questions, I'm frittering away the time, which is appropriate. I've not. never heard that phrase, like use, using fritter for, for that. Really? Yeah. I, uh, maybe I made that up. I could have. <laughs> Just now or like years ago and you've been using it? No, I've the... never used it before. I I probably did not make it up because I've <laughs> never used it before, but I know this is a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll trust you on that. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to start using it. All right. Until there's an inhuman that pops up named Fritter and then I can <laughs> stop you. <laughs> that sounds good. Or an X-Men at this point or mutant. I mean, yes, yeah, true. Yeah. It's true. All right. Uh, moving on. Yeah. Let's stop frittering. Yes. Uh, Hive talks to the last few leaders of Hydra. He tells them that they are about to be turned into inhumans via human experimentation. 
Later, Hive tells Daisy more of his philosophy and history. Radcliffe starts his experiment. It does not go well. At a bar, James and Daisy discuss whether or not the Shieldies are their enemies. Hive berates Radcliffe about his failure. Daisy wants to put the Shieldies through Radcliffe's experiment. If that doesn't work, she says she will kill them. So, we're down to three Hydra guys. We were told they were all gone last week or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But we're down to three, supposedly. Uh, three, um, and then, I mean, later on in the episode, they say, like, the handful of people that were at Malik's compound that just kind of joined Hive. Like, as far as, you know, goons and that, that goes. But yeah, leaders, think, yeah, we're down to three. Yeah. Um, so, so you have these three heads of Hydra. I guess Hive might value them a little bit to turn them into inhumans. As, like, generals or something. But they put him into an untested experiment by this guy who says, hey, maybe I could possibly do this. I feel like this is a real big waste of Hydra people. They probably could have started with lower level people that they care less about. Is that where you're going with? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Radcliffe is all pro-human experimentation, but you you don't want to test it on your most valuable assets. I guess that's true, but do... I mean, my question is, do we, or does Hive, actually know what use they are to him? And the reason I'm saying this is, does Hive actually care like about about anyone or anything? I guess anything that isn't inhuman. Part of me says no, but the other part of me is like, he brings them in and specifically refers to them as like, your ancestors started Hydra or something like that. So, like, he brought them in for a reason. Like, those specific three people. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Because he could, I mean, with the powers he has with the other humans, he could have round up any random people and experimented on them. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, well, hell, he even has Hydra soldiers, too. Like, that could easily get a bunch of people also. Um, Yeah, okay. I guess if he does actually care enough about them, then this was a complete waste. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just makes me think that um, Radcliffe is just a bad scientist. I mean, don't you don't <laughs> jump to to humans right away. <laughs> hmm. I'm kind of imagining that, like in in human rats, in human cats. I mean, I think of Ang Lee's Hulk movie where they had gamma radiated dogs. Oh, okay. Oh, you never saw that. No, I still have oh, it. <laughs> we, we need to watch that movie sometime. Maybe uh, next Christmas. Big angry green guy. I think we're going to go with that. Oh, yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's okay. a Grinch. <sighs> or we'll forget and go with something else. Either way, yeah, it's that's a good point. All right. Yeah. All right. Um. So, uh, talk a little bit about Hive's philosophy. Uh, he believes that individuality is the reason for wars and conflict, which not wrong. Mm-hmm. And I I do admire that it kind of lines up with Hydra's philosophy, right? Uh, and Loki's, honestly, just like freedom is the worst thing you can have for a peaceful society. Uh huh. A standard dictator thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This made me think, how did Hive become Hydra's god? How are they even connected? So, I mean, I know they talk about Hydra has been following Hive for thousands of years as a mammoth and stuff like that. But where is the crossover between Hydra and Inhumans? So my complete guess here of just making stuff up is there were probably, so when Hive was around and like basically had an army of the Inhumans and then, you know, they had to band together to get rid of them. Um, like he was probably known and feared for being super powerful, 
right? And Hive's mm-hmm. whole or Hydra's whole thing is power. So as like an offshoot, maybe there were some people around at the time who were like, "We we got to bring him back." This this dude had a lot of power, uh, and um, you know we'd be generals in his army or whatever. Or hey, maybe they were also Inhumans. That could also uh, be part of it. And then they started Hydra. Um, and then over time, you know, things maybe, or things definitely got uh, a lot less um, uh, specific. Inhumany? Yeah, Inhumany. But I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, it, it's a story, right? Over time, things become legend. Um, and so like, that's why only a small handful of people actually uh, kept up the traditions. Like, you know, Malik's family sending a person over to the other side. Well, that's that's fair. I mean, yeah, that's that's a reasonable assumption. I I just wish they kind of made it more concrete. That's that's true. I mean, I'm I'm basically just kind of thrown in the same thing of like you know people on Earth um, used to worship Thor, right? Less so now. There's like mm-hmm. I don't I don't think there's a lot of people who actually worship Thor, but. Yeah, I you mean, know. there are people I know who have claimed to worship Thor and, like, pagan gods, but I don't know if they're serious about it or if it's like, hey, it's, like, anti-establishment. Yeah, I I was also never sure about that. but Yeah, yeah. this was also during college, so I don't know what they <laughs> worship now anyway. <laughs> That's fair. Everyone's just moved over into the... I forget the actual name. What's the, the Church of the Jedi? There's Jedi religion. What's the... What's the official Isn't name? Jediism? Jediism? Okay, yeah. Everyone's yeah. moved over to that, I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what was your point? I'm sorry, I interrupted you when we started <laughs> talking about Thor. <laughs> no, it's basically, at some point, this guy was around, and at the time when he was around, it was known, it was probably written down, and it was, you know, a whole uh, legend about this guy with powers and now all of a sudden he's gone and so the people of hydra who founded hydra or if assuming they were um assuming that they were just started then they could have also been around for a while like maybe they wanted to join hive or something i don't know but uh either way they've just wanted this entire time to bring him back and this has been a offshoot yeah Mm -hmm. let's get away from this esoteric BS. Yeah, that sounds good. No more frittering. Um, yeah, stop frittering our time away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get the scene in the bar, which uh-huh. it's mostly James trying to be the cool guy to Daisy when she wants to stay with her friends. But what <laughs> really distracted me was Alicia, aka Multiple Girl, is in the background talking to her own clone. Uh huh. Also serving her own clone a drink or the opposite was the clone the bartender and the original is the one drinking well i mean that doesn't phase me that much because i think hey i can get drunk twice as fast haha <laughs> um but why would you hold a conversation with yourself other than being a crazy person hmm because she is it's not like Oh, you're talking to your twin or something like that. She's literally the same person controlling her other clone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I can't make anything up good for that. I have, I have no answer. Like the only thing I can think of is they have some autonomy, like some different uh, types of personalities. But I really, sincerely doubt that's true. Yeah. I mean, they might have autonomy. Autom, the word you said. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, they like split up within the last couple of minutes. They can't have that different of ideas. I mean, they're both trying to get the same beer, probably. Yeah. Hmm. Or or they both. She wanted to have two different types of beer, so she cloned herself to try both of them. But not be like socially awkward to double fist and they're discussing how the beer tastes. Which one they like more. That's true. Because if if you're if you have the two, then you're an alcoholic. 
if you just have one, it's okay. It's just standard day drinking at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. It's totally okay. fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's talking to herself about the taste of the beers. That's where the conversation is. So, mm-hmm. again, with the not sounding crazy or not sounding yeah. like an alcoholic. Yeah. It's not like she's by herself. There are two other people in the room. Exactly. Um, is there anything else about this section uh, you want to bring up? Um, I, I have a note here. Um, I don't know if this happened during this section of the scenes, but I'm going to bring it up. Uh, at some point, Hive says that, uh, you know, only billionaires can make iron suits and only the military can make suits for soldiers, which can only lead to a war of its own. It's, oh, um, mm-hmm. it's almost like foreshadowing. Yeah, exactly. I was going to ask you if that was foreshadowing because I never fully grasped <laughs> that concept as as we've gone over. Yeah, um, that's why I'm not an English teacher. Ah, okay. It's foreshadowing for like a couple of days from now, right? Yeah, well, uh, I think this came out May third, and I think what came out May sixth was Civil War. Ah, okay. Or next week, listeners, for the first third of Civil War. That's right. No, we need to figure out when we're going to split those up, too. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. We got a few months. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was feeling like it's a little wonky when they talk about, like, Iron Man and his irons, just his, by his iron suit or just a super soldier. It kind of reminds me of Daredevil when he's talking about literally an iron suit or a hammer falling out of the sky. I'm like... Everyone knows who these guys are. They're probably the most famous people on the planet. Just call them by name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> All right, sounds good. At the playground, Lincoln tries to help for the hunt. For... Help? <laughs> moving on. At the playground, Lincoln tries to help with the hunt for Daisy. He is shut down by May. Fitzsimmons aren't able to develop a cure for the hiving, but uh, may have found a poison. They also complain that uh, about who had a worse time last episode. Lincoln volunteers to be the t- t- uh, test subject uh, for the possible deadly cure. Simmons thinks it's stupid for him to try to test it, but Lincoln and Fitz uh, thinks there may be a chance it would work. Coulson denies Lincoln's request to be a lab rat. Later, Lincoln takes the serum anyway. It does not go well. He survives, but Simmons has to drill into his head to take a brain sample to see if it worked. It seems like the serum didn't work, and Lincoln almost died for nothing, except for my enjoyment. <laughs> um, so yeah, pick back on that. May is just a personification of my feelings towards Lincoln. <laughs> He's not better than the Shieldies. He doesn't care about Daisy more. He just needs to get out of the way and probably leave or die or something. I don't think May said that, but I was projecting. She she might have have thought that. That's that's possible. We don't know. Yeah. Um, who do you think had a worse time last episode, Simmons or Fitz? Uh, God, Tony, it's been a week. I, I'm having trouble remembering what even happened last. Oh, wait, now I remember. Um, okay. <laughs> that's right. So let's see. Fitz was pinned against the wall, not able to breathe because of Daisy. And yes. Simmons was talking to ward, body, but will memory. And yes. Hive, unkillableness. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm still going with Simmons. I, I'm, I'm going to agree with Fitz really? on that one. Yeah, I think it was Fitz. Because Why? not only uh, because um, Daisy was speaking as if she's herself, but still trying, still choking him and threatening him and being, um, I guess, an enemy, but still mm-hmm. being a friendly enemy is like very confusing. Um, also, nothing bad happened to Daisy where... Not that he would want anything to bad happen to her, but at least uh, Simmons got the satisfaction of shooting Ward, and Fitz was physically injured by the fourth joke. 
So my argument um, is that Fitz um, fairly quickly into the conversation knew that he wasn't going to die, basically. Like, Daisy was there, set, like, you know, just doing the standard threatening thing of, like, hey, don't come back again or I'll kill you. Uh, but, you know, she was still talking like a friend, right? She was, like, pleading with him kind of thing. Um, so as much as that sucked for him, like, he knew pretty early on in the conversation he was safe, other than the lack of air part. Um, at that point, it was just his friend being a dick. Uh, on Simmons' side, uh, I mean, she was, um, you know, she she has the face of someone who almost killed her multiple times, right? I, I mean, feel there like was, it. yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and then the bad memories by talking to her dead former boyfriend, um. And I don't know, it feels like that combination is pretty bad. And then, yeah, she did get to shoot Hive, but it literally did nothing. Like, he he just let her go. And and that was the conversation. He also was saying, as Will, like, oh, yeah, this is kind of your one chance. You're, you're going free after all this, but don't come after us. Um, eh. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- th- maybe it's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll take it, assuming it's more of like a fifty point one percent versus a forty nine point nine percent tie. I mean, I feel like uh, Fitz just didn't want to get in an argument with Daisy or with uh, Simmons about it. <laughs> okay, all right. You think he he had a really good case for maybe winning that argument? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, yes. I think they. It comes down, they were both emotionally damaged, but also Fitz was physically damaged. <laughs> okay, alright. I could see that argument. I still disagree, but I understand the argument. I I don't think we're we're changing our minds too much on this one. No. Which is good, so that means we're disagreeing on something. Yep. It's been a while. <laughs> yep. Um, Speaking about disagreements, see that segue? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, Fitz and uh, Simmons disagree on whether or not Radcliffe or Radcliffe ugh, Lincoln should take the serum. Yeah, I feel... so. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, uh, so I the thing I was going to bring up is that when they were arguing about this, uh, Fitz's big thing was saying that this could save Daisy and like kind of showing in in his mind and a lot of the mind of the rest of the Shieldies is that. You know, they're very much wanting to get their own back, right? Daisy is part of their Mm -hmm. family, and they really are thinking about her. But at the same time, this is something that could save the world, too. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I guess right now they're not imagining the world being in danger because of this stuff going on. But if Hive gets a lot of power, which they know he's kind of aiming to gain more and more power, um, he could be a real threat. So, like, this might become super important very, very soon for others than just Daisy. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like this moment a lot because this is really a good character moment for Fitz. Uh, we know, because he jumped through a portal to another world, um, <laughs> he's a fan of, like, he believes in big romantic gestures, which is kind of what Lincoln's trying to do. Right, sacrificing uh-huh. himself to help save Daisy, but this is also foreshadowing. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but very much the ends justify the means type thing, which Fitz does more and more frequently as the show goes on. Ah, I know what you're referencing. Okay, yeah. I didn't I didn't think about that, but you're you're right. That's um very much a, a character. Um, I don't want to say character flaw, characterization. What, what's a what's a better yeah, phrase? A character for that? trait. Yeah, there you go. Trait. A character trait that uh, it's going to grow more, or at least mm-hmm. become more apparent. Yeah. Huh. There's actually a lot of setup in this this episode and last episode of what's going to happen a lot in season four of the show. I'm not going to get into it, but you can see the, the seeds being planted right here. <laughs> yeah. Um... 
So Lincoln's a drama queen. He takes a serum, and I think he elected to electrocute everything just to be that dramatic. <laughs> he he wanted to be very clear, make sure everyone else saw yep. and all that. Look what I'm doing! I think he started shocking things before he took the serum, honestly. <laughs> he was just getting ready. That really sucks for the one uh, lab person in the back. Um, I don't know if they got hurt or not. We'll never find out because they're an unnamed character. But yeah, um, names, yep. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure it freaked the, them out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It, well, not that Lincoln's thinking, because he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But if he were to do this, shouldn't have he been like in a containment unit? Or did he have no idea that he would explode? I assumed he had no idea he would explode. Uh, but... If he were smarter, he would have mm-hmm. put himself into a containment unit because he was told ahead of time that it would kill his immune system, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So he needs to be in a, a sterile environment, at least. Yeah, I feel like someone with a medical doctorate degree would know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lincoln's supposed to be a doctor. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, it makes me think that, you know, Simmons would be the one to inject him. She could have died if they went through with it because she was shocked. She would have been shocked by him. Yeah, that's true. Um, that yeah, that could have ended really badly. I guess it's a it's a good thing for Simmons that Lincoln was Lincoln. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's a really good thing for Col- that Simmons because Colson denied them doing it oh yeah that's true yeah so don't give lincoln credit doesn't deserve it (laughs) i mean the credit i was giving him was for being an idiot but okay that that works yeah um well he survives unfortunately but then they have to drill inside his head (laughs) and my only note for this is ha 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 i'm assuming it was a small drill because the next time we see him after they say that his hair um, isn't even that messy. Yeah, like we didn't even see a bandage on the back of his head. Granted, we don't see the back of his head, but like it, if they're assuming there is a bandage, it's really small. Yeah, I mean, it also should if they were actually doing a medical um, procedure on him, shave the area so he should also have a bald spot. Yeah, exactly. But, huh? Something tells me they didn't really do this in real life. They staged it for a TV show. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking but they were we mostly just lie. messing with him. Yeah. They, they took like a fingernail clipping instead. They just mm-hmm. wanted to knock him out. Yeah. And then it turns out that, that this all happened for nothing. Well, not for nothing. I'll, I'll give them credit because now they know for a fact that this thing doesn't work and that they should put their resources towards something else. Okay. It, all right. it, it's not a step in the right direction, but it's it's not a step backwards. Fair. So all of this was for nothing. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm ready to move away from Lincoln, as yeah. always. Alright, so, sounds good to me. Let's, uh, let's fritter on over to... Uh, a little uh, ad read now. So um, we got to talk about our sponsor this week, 46 and more. So, all right, Tony, uh, pop quiz time. How many chromosomes does a normal human have? Um, 46, 23 pairs. Uh, kind of, you're, uh, I think you're half, you know what? I don't know. Damn, now <laughs> I, I just looked it up and it said 23 pairs of chromosomes. 23 pairs, that's times 2, it's 46. Maybe. Alright, I should have worded the question differently. Anyway, <laughs> how many pairs of chromosomes does an inhuman have? Does an inhuman have? I yeah. bet they have 24. Well, they, they told us this last season. Oh, did they? Well, I yeah. don't... I'm, 24. That's right, 46. Ah! 
Oh. Which is where our Wait, sponsors at 46 or more DNA? come in. Yeah, we had a whole conversation about this. <laughs> oh my god. Do you, <laughs> we did. our dear listener, want to know if you're human or an inhuman? What about a mutant, a Martian, or an alien dog? Well, with this simple t- test from 46 or more, you'll know the answer to those questions and more. The package is simple. You just open it up, find the little cotton swab, and use that to sterilize the back of your neck. Then take the syringe and take a small sample of bone marrow from your back. Uh, you may need a friend for this help. Just make sure to get at least 30 milligrams. Once you have that, toss it in the self-addressed envelope and send it off. Don't forget to get the uh, mail insurance, though, because it just it's, it's a hassle to do it again. Anyway, in as little as four to five months, you'll know the answer to all the questions I previously mentioned. I took this test, and it turns out that I am not an inhuman. However, my great uncle was half clown, so that's good to know. Use promo code MCU Rewind with your order today to get a free second syringe. It'll be helpful if you don't get enough marrow the first time. What if you have fewer than 46 chromosomes or fewer than 23 pairs of chromosomes? It's it's just a name, Tony. Like it I mean they they can make up whatever words they want for a company name, you know, like Google. Yeah, that's that's totally made up word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not a scientific name at all. Yeah. Well, the real Google is spelled differently, so and pronounced differently. Is it? I th- I thought it was pronounced goggle. No, because it's G O O G O L. Oh. The only time I've ever heard it said was in Back to the Future. <laughs> okay, because that definitely predates Google. That's yeah, that's that's true. And I may have not seen that scene, so. I think it was okay. the third one. Oh yeah, I, I definitely haven't seen it then, because I always forget there were three of those. Moving on. Yeah. My okay. disappointment with you. <laughs> Coulson uses facial recognition to find Daisy. It finds her in southern Wyoming. Mac wants to go in, and Coulson realizes it's a trap. Mac believes that she wants to be found, but Coulson says he's letting his emotions get the better of him. But Coulson decides to send in a team anyway, but not in a rescue mission, but as a mission to take out Hive. So, um, we start off this section with Coulson staring at the screen with everyone else, like, fast-forwarding around him to show him, like, his dedication, how long he's been staring at the screen. Uh-huh. Um, it's not great use of time for a director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, because it's automated. It'll, it'll tell him eventually. <laughs> yeah, um, my next note is, isn't the point of the program is that it's to search all the cameras without someone watching the screen and tell them when it happens. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless this is like a half done program and like it keeps searching and then, and then it tells you, it flashes, hey, I found this person, but then it keeps going and like, hey, maybe I'll find this person again somewhere else in other footage. I, I don't know how live that footage is that it, it has. Maybe this was like a ton of footage over the past six hours. I mean, it could be. I I doubt, well, you know, it's shield tech. I was going to say, I, I doubt that it could do all live video at the same time. And also that wouldn't be super helpful because in case she's not by a camera. But it's also shield tech, so it might just do all past and future recordings or whatever. Yeah, we're not I mean, sure it's a shield tech. Present. I mean, actually, hmm? it's programmed by Daisy because they mentioned that. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. Then it is shield tech. Then okay. you stop relying on one person to program everything. Yeah, we, we've had two weeks in a row where where they talked about her um, <laughs> upgrading things, and I I feel like maybe she shouldn't have been allowed to upgrade those things. We we don't really know if they were worthwhile upgrades. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm imagining like uh, app upgrades on our phone. You know, like sometimes some of those apps will like give us a nice detail. Other ones are we just get the one liner bug fixes and performance improvements. Yep, I hate that. Yeah, I imagine that's what Daisy does with with her Shield upgrades. Well, I believe that Daisy upgrades stuff and just doesn't give a list of what happens because no one's going to understand it anyway because everyone has their little box of what they do. Maybe Fitz Fitz would understand it. Yeah, okay. They should have Fitz reprogram some of this stuff. 
Yeah, that's true. Simmons might. Like, I don't really know where her, like, because I know she has her box of stuff, but there's got to be, like, yeah. some cross-functional, science-y type yeah. of stuff. Like, at some point, she might have had to do electronic-related stuff, software. Well, I mean, possibly. It's true, but, I mean, like, whenever there's something bio and mechanical or techy, they have to work together, like, for the night-night, then. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, I didn't have too much to say about that. Just mostly complaining about <laughs> mostly Coulson's like delegation skills that he doesn't have many. <laughs> he used to be so good at the start of season two. Like he was constantly delegating things and keeping things compartmentalized. And mm-hmm. he's just gotten and too personal. How... Yeah, I mean, look how that ended up. Um, they they won the war. Oh wait, I guess that's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah they they destroyed a big chunk of hydro oh nope also a good thing um yeah nope damn it colson yeah ugh. I, he's still angry that i mean shield has been taking about a, a ton of uh losses recently you know and then that's probably just weighing down on colson a lot more um you know ever since things with rosalind went down um yeah, he's he's been a little more um, driven, I guess. I I think obsessed is the more the the proper term. I mean, oh, okay. the same thing, but one's more negative. <laughs> True. All right. Um, I'm ready to move on. If you are, yeah, yeah, same. I don't I don't have any anything to say other than this. Right. So fritter on out. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Um, maybe maybe not you don't know either <laughs> you're just no, pretty sure i'm pretty sure mech and may gear up with their team to take down hive colson gives the directive to take down hive and not engage the other inhumans and if hive can't be killed run on the ground may tries to infiltrate infiltrate them by talking to james who reveals hive's plan to her after a few more hours, James also reveals Hive's supposed location. Unfortunately, he is wrong, and they find a beacon to call the Cree, also called a Creekin. So, um, this is a big deal. They give uh, um names and lines to three shield agents. <laughs> we get Anderson, O'Brien, and Piper. I think yeah. it's um I I'm not sure if Piper's her first name or last name, but it's a little unprofessional that the female agent gets a name that sounds like a first name. <laughs> I don't know if it's unprofessional. That that's true. Could be a nickname. Yeah. But I I mean I'm 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 with you that like, you know, everyone else gets the last name. Um well, unless her last name is Piper, then it's totally okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I wasn't sure about bringing this up or not because of like future stuff, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, so Piper, I recognize for you know showing up in later seasons of the show. So she's like a, she's never a main character, but um, she gets a little bit more and more screen time. The mm-hmm. other two, I don't remember at all. Tony, do you know? Do they show up later or like? Or um, one of them does. Anderson does. I don't think O'Brien does. Okay. Um, yeah, but I know Anderson does. Um, I also wanted to talk about a little bit about the actress who plays Piper. Okay. She's in the other comic booky stuff. Oh, what else? Um, she is Agent Vasquez in Supergirl, a recurring character. So she's another agent. Oh, okay. <laughs> little typecast there. All right. Yeah. She also plays Beatrice in The Walking Dead. After apparently after I stopped watching The Walking Dead because I did not know the character, <laughs> and then uh, she played a reporter in the Wonder Woman uh, failed uh, TV pilot starring Adrian Palicki, aka um, uh, Bobby. Wait, was she? She was. She uh, was Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Oh, yeah. We talked about that back when her first episode. Oh, okay. I'll believe you. Yeah. Hmm. You should. Like, I believe you about the humans chromosome things. 
Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't remember 100% if that was the right number, but I think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure we had that conversation. It seems like a lot of chromosomes, but we probably yeah. talked about it a lot. It's a while yeah. ago. Uh, I mean, we have them all recorded. We could just re-listen to them later. Yep. I mean, I re-listen to our podcasts, like, nightly. Just like, I'm going through them again. No, yeah. that'd be... That's, I mean, that's that's good, right? It's the only way for us to, to get better. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, Mac blames himself, but I feel like everyone blames himself themselves. So that's not a big deal. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a big personal thing, right? Like you're you're close friends with this person and they deceived you. Like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel guilty. You should have he should he thinks he should have known about it. Yeah, but I mean how many times have they dealt with people being mind controlled at this point? This is this is like our most common uh, conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I, I really, I, I can't give any sympathy to Mac in this episode for <laughs> wanting, for thinking that oh Daisy wants to be saved because again with the whole mind control thing, like they know it works. It's a real thing that exists in the MCU. Like, <laughs> There are so many versions of it, though. So maybe yeah. it's like, there's mind control you resist, or you, like deep down inside you want to resist it, and there's mind control like this that just changes your desires completely. Okay, but of the mind control where you want to resist it and, and kind of can resist it, have we seen that? No, I'm literally thinking about Critical Role. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this isn't D anD D, but it yeah. could be. It's it's possible that eventually that type of mind control will show up, but so far they have no history with that at all. Yeah, uh-huh. it's true. Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, my only other note is about the Creekin, the Cree Beacon. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, it was the thing that um, James had. But this episode took a really strange turn. Suddenly, they're calling in the aliens. <laughs> yep. And and I, I love like how... <laughs> well, I, I love how, um, you know, after the the Creekin shows up and then they, like, run out of the building and uh, uh, Agent Piper says, that now aliens are here and we're not going to take a second to let that sink in. And then May and Mac are just like they've they've already moved on. Like, all right, we gotta gotta do other things. Uh, yeah, which also means that this that Mac has has kind of um, become a real Shield agent because the weird stuff doesn't bother him as much anymore. I mean, it's true. Or he's just like. Yeah, no, that's completely... Uh, he's like, it doesn't bother him anymore because it's just this crazy stuff happens every other week. <laughs> that's true. And he has dealt with alien stuff before. I mean, there was everything last season. Yeah, he was possessed. He had mind control. That's true. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Forgot he was taken over. Oh, all right. Uh, before we go too far in this, I'll just read our next storyline because it's all about the Kree. All right, that's good. That's where the rest of my notes are. Yep. The Kree arrive. Hive tasks Daisy with taking a Kree alive for the experiment. A Kree kills the real Leisha, aka Multiple Girl. When he feels a quaking, Mac goes to save Daisy. She easily defeats one of the Kree, and as Radcliffe drains the Kree, Mac comes to convince Daisy to come back with him. She refuses and tries to convince Mac to be an inhuman. He refuses. Instead, Mac destroys the dying Kree. Daisy goes to... to to fight him and possibly kill him. Mac refuses to fight back. The other Kree confront Hive, who again is easily defeated. May and Piper try to kill Hive, who takes the bullets and the RPG with no effect. They run, wounding Daisy and saving Mac on the way. They use a containment unit to escape. In the final scene, Daisy offers to be drained because she has Kree blood in her veins. So, um, the Cree Reapers arrive, also known as Creepers. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and apparently they've been in stasis around the Earth for like tens of thousands of years. Or, I mean, as long as Hive has been there, been around, right? I, I, I guess that I, I have a question on this, but, but I feel like you're yeah. leading towards something. Yeah, I mean, they say they've been, or Hive says he's been up there in case the Korea, the inhuman experiment went out of control. I feel like it's gone out of control. They don't have control over it. <laughs> yeah, they they probably should have called those other Kree back when when Hive led the Inhumans against the Kree. Yeah, the Kree leaders, also known as the Creators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, okay, so the, the thing that I was going to bring up about the Kree <sighs> themselves is... Um, and I, I this is the thing that I... When I first saw the episode, I remember thinking, oh, okay, these are uh, associated with the original Kree that showed up. But they're not the same ones, right? That's true? They're like, they yeah. were just always up there in stasis? I mean, I guess they're, they're dressed the same. I feel a little racist saying all blue people look the same. But they kind of do. So <laughs> I can't really verify that for sure, but probably. Okay. Uh, I mean, they are shorter than... Um, what they've seen before, I guess. Right? Daisy had a line about that, I think. Or Mac. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, the Kree guy who was looking, who Sif was after, is that the only Kree they've seen? Like, alive? I I think so. Because I was going to mention this. Uh, there, there was a line in this where Daisy said that she caught a Kree, or she fought a Kree before. And yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was the second episode of Sif when she lost her memory. Oh, that's and right. She, yeah, she was hunting a Kree guy. That's right. Okay. And he had the, the thing to make him look uh, like a human. Okay. Yes. I think it was like, wasn't it like helium or nitrogen or something? What? I feel, it, was like, it was like a gas, like a common gas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was helium. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it was helium. So I feel like they couldn't have ma not made squeaky uh, voices. <laughs> that's, that's true. That that would have that we would remember that one. Uh yeah, it was probably something else then, I guess. <laughs> anyway, it just okay. Um, but yeah, um hmm? go ahead. No, Did so you... the 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 Cree stuff like now I just have more questions because um when, when this Cree shows up, the creeper and he fights mm -hmm. Daisy, he calls her inhuman filth. Which, so, th that does mean that, yes, th these were part of the original ones who showed up, who because they were part of that separate sect of uh, Kree who, um, you know, went out to different worlds and tried to make these people. I, I, is inhumans the phrase that they use on every world? It can't be, right? Because they would only use that. It can't be, because they're not humans. Yeah, exactly. How do they... Isn't Inhuman their name for themselves? How does he know what those are? That's a good question. I don't remember that. Are you sure it's the name for themselves? Like, it wasn't just granted I mean, to them by the Kree? No, I don't know that for sure. I just feel like that's the thing Jaying would have said. Okay. But, yeah. I mean... Um, I don't know. I feel like Inhuman is not the name that the Kree would give them. So, does that mean that every hundred years or so, these Kree like came out of stasis, just kind of looked into what's going on on Earth, like, oh, um, I, I guess, I guess these things are around. Oh, they're calling themselves Inhumans. Okay, uh, well, we're not getting the call, so we'll go back to stasis. Is that possible? I mean, it's possible. I don't think it's likely that they've uh, they've woken up in the last ten thousand years or whatever. Hmm. Okay. So then, I guess they have to have known that name somehow. Yeah. Or it might just be the translated word for what they're doing because they're speaking English for no reason. They must have a translator like the Guardians do. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah, it might just be the word they're saying whatever their word is, but it translates to inhumans for us the viewer and Daisy the inhuman. Hmm. Okay, that that works. I'll I'll take that one. 
I like how they try to figure out whose side the creep the creepers are on. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're not on anyone's side. They're on the Cree side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um So also with the Cree, only two of them? Like these this is the backup that they send when an army of people with crazy powers has um become uncontrollable. Yeah. And it only takes three inhumans to take them out. Because I'm counting Alicia, who did fight them. Maybe tired them out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean it was it was probably more of a warm up for that guy. But yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um I have a problem with Alicia's death too. Why did she send the real one of herself out? Yeah, exactly. Um, she didn't even send three, right? Like we've seen her make more, but I feel like most of the time we see her with three of them. Yeah, it was it was a real Alicia and one clue. Yeah, she she messed up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Alicia. You deserve to die. <laughs> yeah, your your power is literally fighting and not getting hurt. And yep. you screwed that up. I feel like there were like dozens of them when they were on the ship. Remember? Oh yeah, there there were there there were a yeah lot. they like there were like I think we talked about this. there were like only like four inhumans in the whole battle because mm-hmm. there were like a hundred Alicias. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, well, bye, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> I even. Okay. <laughs> like, I didn't even uh, intentionally do that. Okay. You're, you're thinking of Felicia. I know, but it works because it rhymes. That's true. It's, it still works, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 we're going to leave this and I'm going to have so many more questions about the Cree. Like, I keep thinking of things, but I don't want to take up the entire conversation. Yeah, I mean, the Cree do recur. I mean, in the MCU, they're in Captain Marvel. Maybe we'll. Maybe we'll have more answers or more questions by the time we get there. <laughs> That's true. Yes. I've, and, and yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but they show up in future episodes of some shows. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe we'll, all our questions will be answered. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really did love the acting and we don't call out the acting that often the acting of daisy versus versus mac like when they're yelling at each other and trying to convince each other really or who's acting both of them or just i mean honestly both of them i really felt for both of them okay i i mean i would i would give it to you know uh daisy um i can't remember the actress's name but you know she she was really good there huh chloe bennett that's right. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. She was really good there, uh. But Mac was just kind of, I don't know. He as a, as a character, you know, he was just kind of holding back and not doing much and just getting hurt. I, I didn't feel like he was doing much. From oh no, I'm not. I'm not just talking about the fight, but it's like when they're yelling at each other and trying to convince each other before it all happens. Oh. Up until okay. yeah, even up until he throws a splinter bomb to destroy the, uh, the Kree. Okay. Also, good aim on him for oh, yeah. getting that hit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would have been a win-win. He just threw in that direction. If it hit Radcliffe, good. I mean, sucks that a human dies, but good. Mm-hmm. Kill got the inhuman, no more inhuman, or destroyed the machine. He was just throwing it. It just happened to hit that. <laughs> it it still worked out for him. Okay. Yes. Um. There is a moment in this that, like, when max not fighting back and daisy's just wailing on him um it does remind me of um scene we're going to talk about in civil war at the end when uh tony's on the ground and cap is just wailing on him and then breaks the arc reactor uh with the shield just a little i feel like it's a little bit of foreshadowing hmm. okay they are having their own little civil war right there mm-hmm. it's true um I only have one more note. So, is there anything else you want to cover before I say the last bit? Um, yeah, just just one last thing. Um, I wanted to bring up the containment pod again. That's my uh, last note. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, go, go for ahead. it. You you had it. Oh, I was just going to say they used it appropriately. 
oh, I was going to question if they use it appropriately or not. I mean, yes, oh. they use it as an escape route. Um, so, so here's the question that I have. I guess we've, I, I've been under the assumption for a while that they're able to use the containment pods to grab people also, like instead of it lands and then they walk through the door. But maybe I'm mistaken on that. Is that, have, have we actually seen that happen where they, they're able to grab someone? Yeah. I mean, that's how they got Joey in the very first episode with the containment pod. Did I mean, we see yes. that, or or did it happen off screen? I I was actually trying to remember, but oh. I couldn't. Maybe I just assumed. It. I I I feel like we've seen it happen, especially since it's like the purpose of the containment pod is to catch inhumans who don't want to be caught. It's the it's the shield's version of the claw. <laughs> okay, so if that's possible, then why? Don't they try to use it in scenarios, you know, like trying to grab Daisy, especially now that they know this town where they're in, they can surveil it for a while and maybe just kind of hang out until Hive is out and try to grab him. I mean, there's one distinct possibility that they only have one containment pod. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's true. And if Mac is all effed up, and Hive just didn't die. Um, they're they're not going to get into a containment pod with Daisy, and they need to get out of there. Okay, but maybe that's that's true of right now. But what about like yeah, but in the... tomorrow, or you, instead you of now? Honestly, you shouldn't do it. Get Hive Hive with it. You shouldn't get yeah. Daisy because Daisy Daisy probably programmed the whole. He she did program the whole thing. We know that. So you can't get Daisy. She'll just literally walk right out of it. But they yeah, do have they, more, they should... more than one containment pod. Because Daisy got yeah. out of hers. And then she went to Lincoln, who was in one. They have more than one containment room, which is like oh. cells. They need that. But not necessarily more than one pod. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah, right now they're using it appropriately, but they're not living up to its full potential like usual. That's true. I will agree there. Right. Um, I think we're about done. If you want to rate the episode, yeah, sounds good to me. All right, Tony, how are we rating this? I mean, with Breakins or Creakins, Creakins, Cree Beacons. Okay. How many how many Creekins would you give this? Uh I'm going I'm going to a four. Four Creekins. Uh I I liked the for the most part I liked the episode. The Lincoln stuff was just kind of boring for the most part, but you know, mm. we, we got some more stuff. We got the grand master plan of the big bad here about creating other Cree or sorry, other inhumans. Um, mm-hmm. which was nice and then some cool action stuff happened we had the Kree show up at the end we got some cool fight scenes there Yeah. so yeah I'm going with, with 4 out of 5 for that yeah I mean I'm very similar to you Um, I mean so similar that I will give it a 4.0001 just so I'm a little bit different than you okay but no I, I agree Um, <laughs> well I got to see Lincoln suffer the Kree were in there I just had a thought why does Kree plus inhu plus humans equal inhuman powers? I don't understand that, but we don't need to get into that. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, my uh, my theory is that the Kree blood is the thing that enables them to later somehow be transformed with Terragenesis. Because when they showed us the early on experiments, they gave them the blood... And then they did Terragenesis. Mm-hmm. So it's it's unlocking something, I guess. I mean, I'm just like, two creatures that don't have powers combined makes a creature with powers. That's what, well, whatever. Hmm. I think it has something to do with the Terragen crystals, which we don't know where the hell those came from. Yeah, that's true. But they did say that this only ever worked on Earth. So something about human DNA. All right. Well, with that mystery, I think it's time to sign off.
All right, sounds good. All right, everyone. Um, until next time, please remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a uh, five-star rating on whatever app it is you use for uh, listening to podcasts or rating podcasts, if they're the same or different. Um, uh, please join us next week when we will be taking a small shift. We're going to start talking about uh, Captain America Civil War. So we'll have three weeks of that movie. Um, and then after that ends, we'll come back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So until next time, this has been uh, the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 19, Fail Experiments. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. <laughs>